What a wonderful day. Vi kan ha det idag. Amen. You know, uh, last night was such an amazing time. Det var så fantastisk tid igår kväll, inte sant? My wife and our baby is breastfeeding. <laughs> uh, of course, my wife is giving the, the food, not drinking it. <laughs> so uh, I'll, be, I'll be translating today uh, for this morning session, but uh, uh, we're so thrilled to be together. So I'll, I'll, I'll intersperse some Norwegian since, since it's on live Norwegian television. So all the Norwegians know what I try to say. So it was so amazing last night. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> My heart was touched. Mitt hjärta var berört igår kväll. Wow. Ben, please have a seat here. And will Sharon also sit here? Okay, great. I'll welcome you in a little while. Uh, so, uh, you know, how God touched us. And um, our great friend Einar Kolumbusalvas, the psychologist, I mean, he was so touched. He was so touched. Uh, and... Uh, People are, you know, if we lay aside all our small-mindedness and we receive people with a heart. När vi lägger bort vårt små tanker och tar emot folk med hjärta, så sker det i alla relationer. Something happens in relationships. I never approach a person, are you an atheist, are you a Buddhist, are you a Muslim, are you a Bible-believing, or are you a Bible-bashing Christian? Brothers, friends, you know, maybe not a brother, maybe it's a friend. Uh, I don't care what you call them, it's people. And Jesus actually said, love yes. your neighbor. Elsk din neste. Elsk. Love. Oh, how often I've been short on love. So often I've mangled kjærlighet. But God rips us apart. So we have nothing else left than him. And to love him and receive his love. That's what it's all about. There's truth as well. I'm kind of known for 30 years as a, the truth-speaking preacher in Norway, you know. I mean, when I came, I was shot onto the scene. I was probably the most viewed on national television Christian minister through all of the 90s and well into the 2000s. And... Uh, They were furious at me. And sometimes I love beating them up, you know. I love it. And I'm a pretty good debater. I beat them, I tell you. But one day, God said to me, did I ask you to beat that lesbian woman up in that debate? No, but I thought I did well. Silence. Gud spurte meg, var det jeg som var deg? Deng opp den lesbiske kvinnen i den debatten på NRK. Jeg synes jeg gjorde det bra. Men var det jeg som ba deg om det? My position is pretty much the same, you know. Jeg har ikke endret syn. It's about the heart. It's about the heart. It's about the heart. My friends, let's love. Let's care. Let's take care of each other. Well, today is another day, and um, we've had another 
glorious time now with Mary Elizabeth. Uh, and you're going to introduce your team in a little while. Uh, thank you. You know, it was. Have you ever done television worship before? It, it was amazing last night. You and your team are a God-given revelation. Yes. That's for sure. That's for sure. And today, Tora will be joining you, the Iceland woman, the Viking woman. Um, and, uh, and then today, in a little while, uh, we're going to receive uh, Brother Ben Fitzgerald to the platform. Not yet. Let's give him a big hand. <laughs> you know, I have heard about him since 2014 in Nuremberg. Was that it? 2015, 15, when he got this mandate from God, I heard him on the 2015 in the United to gather people in stadiums to preach the gospel, heal the sick, worship God, and bring restoration and and uh, and peace between people. And I, I never made it. You know, my body is not easy to move around, to be honest. So going to these events is a hassle for me. Even coming here is much easier for me, too, to watch television, I tell you. Um, but uh, then three years ago, I invited Ben to our European Apostolic Leaders Gathering in Strasbourg. And then just the day before Norway declared shutdown, the Lord told me to cancel because we couldn't do it. So I'd never met Ben until yesterday at the airport. And, and his PA, Sharon Arrington, very able American lady who works in the Awakening Europe office. Welcome to you also, Sharon. Let's give her a hand also. And of course, Brother Ben is from the Bethel Reading team. He's an Australian, but from there. And uh, was, has been sent to Europe. And uh, now this uh, July, in uh, Rotterdam, in Holland. He will surely tell us this himself. There will be a callback uh, conference or meeting in Rotterdam where they're calling back people who have moved to other continents to come back to Europe and preach the gospel yeah. and make a stand for Jesus. So I'm going to be there. I'm going to walk up those terrible stairs, and I'm going to be there. I promise you. My wife has said, you go. Uh, and um, it's... Uh, it's amazing calling from God. So thank you for being what you're doing. I'm touched, I tell you. And having you and Cindy together, truly two generals of the faith in our generation. Of course, she's your senior, so I told him, I told him, I apologize, I'm not making you the main speaker in the evenings. And, uh, you know, he's only I have greetings. He says, oh, I don't care about that, he said. I'm here to serve. <laughs> Isn't that lovely? <laughs> So thank you. We'll hear Ben also the afternoon at 3 o'clock and uh, tomorrow morning as well. And a little bit tonight. Um, this amazing Norwegian pastor from Frekkerøy. She has written a book. Veien til frihet, The Road to Freedom. It's a powerful book. It's so powerful that Ayn and I, we bought several and gave away as Christmas presents. It's about her own journey into freedom from many inner things. And she's been heavily influencing 
uh, hundreds and thousands of people in Norway through the last 25 years in this ministry. And she's made a workbook. Uh, I'm saying this also to you who don't know Norwegian because she's working on making English translations. And you heard her yesterday. She's very able in English. So uh, I, 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 she said to me she had to do this uh, offering speech in Norwegian. I said, well, I can, you can do it in English. And she did. Uh, and uh, thank you for the offering, everyone, by the way. You have really helped us last night. That was a huge, huge uh, help for what we're doing. Ketanbe, please. And I had to s- remain standing. Yes. You can go Podencia, of course. So, Tarida. Yeah. Yeah. Till Ben Fitzgerald, Awakening Europe. Okay, are you ready today too? Are you ready today also? Because God wake me up with a word uh, for this morning. For God wake me up for a word for this morning. Because He wants to encourage you. Han vil oppmuntre deg. Because you know when God asked us to give. Så när Gud bad oss att ge. Is it? It is not because He wants to take from you. Är er det inte för att han vill ta något från dig? It's because He wants to give to you. Det är er för att han vill ge dig något. Because when you are a giver, for you are er en giver. You are the good one God can put more into. Så är er du den gode jord som Gud kan lägga något gott in i. Because God, He looks for people. For Gud, Han letter efter människor. And He looks for people with good hearts. Og han letter efter människor med gode hjärter. And to, in this morning, I saw myself. Och i förmiddag så såg jag mig själv. With a watering can. Med en vattenkanne. And I, it was full with water. Och det var fyllt med vatten. And I was out in a big field. Och jag var ute på en stor jordjordjordjordjord. And I have my water. Och jag hade mitt vatten. And I tried to watering everything I could see. Och jag prövade att vanna allt jag kunde se. And then I came to a big tree. Och så kom ett stort träd. But it looked so dead. Men det såg så dött ut. So I was thinking. Så jag var där. Oh, I have to put a lot of water. Och jag måste hela massa vatten över sängen. And then I heard the, go- the voice of the Lord. Men så hörde jag Herrens röst. Why are you watering dead things? Varför vannar du döda ting? Why are you watering the dead things? Varför vannar du de döda ting? Oh, but it has been such a great tree. Men det har varit en så mäktig träd för. Oh, it has been bearing so much fruit. Och det har varit så massa frukt. I have so much good memory about that tree. Jag har så många goda minnen om detta träd. And God said. Oh, Gud sa. No, stop. Nej, stopp med det. You have to give water for what is growing. Du måste ge vatten till det som växer. You have to give water for what is coming up. Du måste ge vatten till det som kommer upp. Unless that will die too. Eller så vill det också dö. And then I understood. Och så förstod jag. All this water. Allt det vatten. Is what I can give to my, to the Lord. Är er det, det jag kan ge till Herren? Including my money. Till inkluderat mina pengar. And some Sometimes we are giving our money to something who is dead. Ja, man kan säga vi vår pengar till det som är dött. But God wants us to give to what can bring fruit. <laughs> Men Gud vill att vi ska ge det till det som bringer frukt. So we have to be careful where we go and put our water and our money. Så vi måste nöja med var vi går och var vi heller vanar vart. Because it says in Luke 6. För det heter i Lukas 6. Give and you will receive. Ge och du ska få motta. 
Your gift will return to you in full. Du vill få rikligt tillbaka igen. Press it down. Press it ned. Shaken. Rystet. Together to make room for more. Samlet samman för att göra rum för mer. Running over. Som som flyter över. And pour into your lap. Och helles in i fanget ditt. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Du kommer att ge är er det det som bestämmer vad du du får tillbaka. So when you have your water, så när du har ditt vatten, you must know that you have to give it somewhere that it will bring fruit. Så måste du veta att du ska lägga det något sted var det bär frukt. And there is a big key in these uh, things. Och det är er en stor nyckel i dessa tingna. Because you are also the place God want to put something. För du är er också ett ställe var Gud önskar att placera något. And if you are uh, holding back. Och visst du håller tillbaka. The water will just disappear in the air. Så vill vattnet rätt sig bli borta i luften. But if you give. Men visst du ger. God will give you more. Så vi Gud ge dig mer. Because the giver will be given. För den som ger han får. The giver will be given. Den givaren vill bli gitt. And God is not looking to how much. Och Gud han ser ser inte efter hur mycket. But how much it is according to what you have. Men det är er hur mycket i förhåll till hur mycket du har. So the one who have a lot so den som har masse is more responsible to give more. Har mer ansvar för att ge mer. And the one who has little, og den som er lite, who starts to give, som begynner å gi, he will receive more. Han vil motta mer. And then he can give more. Og så kan han gi mer. And then God will bless your life. Og så vil Gud vil sinne ditt liv. So today, så i dag, I want you to give. Så vil jeg at du skal gi. And you will give to a tree who is big. Og du skal gi til et tre som er stort. Who give a lot of fruit. Så bare masse frukt. And when you give to someone who is giving. Och när du ger till någon som bär rik och god frukt, you will be a part of what is coming out of. Så vill du bli del av det som kommer ut från dem. And God will even look at you and honor you. Och Gud vill till och med se på dig och ära dig för vad du har gitt. So take up your phone or your card. Ta upp din telefon eller ta upp bankkorten. And today we will give for Ben Fitzgerald. Och idag ska vi ge till Ben Fitzgerald and Awakening Europe. Ja. And, Hallelujah. And that is a big tree. Oh, that's two tree. And that is why we have to be many to watering that tree. Er det mange som trengs for å vanne det tre? So even you who are looking at it in television. Så til og med du som ser på på TV. Take up your card. Ta opp ditt uh, kort. Uh, or your phone number. Eller din telefon. And you have to give too. Uh, og du trenger å gi også. Because you need to be a giver. Fordi du trenger å være en giver. And God will bless you. Og Gud vil velsigne deg. So you give on uh, the VIPs number 10, 20, 10. Du gir til VIPs nummer 10, 20, 10. Det er levende mann som er Kete Anbøg og Øystein Sjeneste som håndterer dette. So we will give it. Everything will come to, to Ben's ministry. Everything. Ja. Allt kommer till Ben's tjänst. Så so 10 20 10. 10 20 10. Oh, and if you want to give by by PayPal, you can all PayPal to uh, the regular Europe Apostolic uh, Leaders and also Church account and just write uh, Awakening Europe or Ben Fitzgerald and it will go there. So thank you for what you will give. Amen. Och så kan de som vill ge på kort gå upp, inte sant? Ja, vi vill också ha the card here. The credit card up there. Yeah. Thank, thank you. Thank you. We're very proud that 
Kate Alvig is a member of European Apostolic Leaders. Isn't that awesome? Yeah. Ah, let's give her a hand. <laughs> Amen. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So now, Mary Elizabeth and your team. Can you better help me? Hallelujah. Even in the studio, even in the TV cameras, right? Till med här i studio, här i TV-kameran, men akkurat nu. The presence of God can breathe life on you. Så kan Guds närvaro bringa liv till dig. Thank you, Jesus. Tack Jesus. You are a life-giving spirit. Du är en livgivande on. Life-giving spirit. Du är livgivande on. Hallelujah. Yes, God. Hallelujah. And I pray that this morning you will be revitalized by the presence of Jesus. Amen. 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 Well, I want to thank this amazing worship band. Yeah, I feel like I'm dressed sort of like them. So. <laughs> yeah, they're amazing. They're and uh, I want to thank you, Pastor Jan. Anybody who stands for Jesus like this man has and continues in Jesus. I admire. I heard stories about you yesterday, and I just admire it so much. I heard the stories on that day. Thank God for that. Thank you. So, despite me being here, I'm actually preaching, even though he's next to the pulpit. Selv om jeg står der, så er det faktisk jeg som preker, selv om han står bak talerstolen. Now you can stand. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm just standing there. It's okay. So guys, um, I don't want to take much of your time introducing myself. Jeg vil ikke ta så mye tid av for å introdusere meg selv. I just want to talk about what Jesus is doing. Jeg vil bare snakke om hva Jesus gjør. But there's some people in the crowd who I'm surprised to see here and very happy to see here. Jeg er folk her i folkemengden som er overrasket over å se her og veldig glad for å se her. They're from the beautiful nation of the Netherlands where we do our big stadium event in two and a half months. Og de er fra den vakre nasjonen i Nederland hvor vi skal ha vår store hendelse om to og en halv måned. Pastors Dick and Arlene, actually prophets, you know. They are pastors, actually prophets, Dick and Arlene Westerhoff. You got to be careful with them because they're pastoral, but then they'll tell you the word of the Lord. Du er forsiktig med dem fordi de er pastorale, men så kommer de med her i sort til dig. Yeah, hallelujah. It's also wonderful to see Elizabeth King and her family here. Det er så nydelig å se Elizabeth King og hennes familie her. Yeah, I know some people in the crowd, which is wonderful. Jeg kjenner en del folk her, og det er vidunderlig. And I love your nation, beautiful nation of Norway. Jeg elsker den vakre nasjonen Norge. I tell people, is a joke all the time. I say, it's not my way, it's not your way, it's Norway. We like that. Hallelujah. So, guys, I want to talk to you this morning about 
the power of unity. Jag vill snacka i förmiddag om kraften i enhet. And what I believe the Lord is breathing on in Europe at this time. Och det jag tror Herren åt på bringa samman i Europa på denna tid. As Pastor Jan mentioned before, we do these uh, large stadium gatherings. Som Pastor Jan också nämnde tidigare så har vi dessa stora stadionhändelser. Personally, I do not believe in stadiums. Stadiums are just a building. För personligen så tror jag på stadioner. Det är bara byggningar. It's just a bigger version of a church. Det är bara en större utgåva av kyrkan. Which is a bigger version of your bedroom. Som är en större utgåva av ditt sovrum. The bedroom is where you encounter God in the secret place. The same thing can happen in a stadium. Sovrummet är det stället var du hemligt stället var du träffar Gud på det hemliga stället, men det samma kan ske i ett stadion. But the beautiful thing about these neutral venues is that skönne med dessa neutrala ställen. Is that all denominations can come together and non-believers are likely to come into a stadium before a church. Och där så där kan alla kyrkosamlingar komma samman och inte troende, de är mycket mer sannsynligt att de kommer in där för de kommer till kyrkan. Because sometimes in Europe they think Jesus is a dead religion. För det är nog många i Europa så tänker att Jesus är en död religion. But he's alive. Men han lever. And his anointing and power is drawing people like a dragnet. Och han salvar så kraft trekker folk till sig som en ett nät. And I don't want to talk about awakening much because it's not about my ministry. I want to talk about you and what God is calling you to do. Jag ska inte snacka om awakening men det är min tjänst men jag vill snacka om dig. But I will tell you that just in the last uh, six years in our events we've been able to speak face to face to over 100,000 people in the stadium and over 200,000 or more outside the stadium. Och jag kan i alla fall säga att de sista sex åren så har vi varit kunnat snacka direkt ansikte alltså i stadion med mer än 100.000 människor och mer än 200.000 utanom stadion. And it might not sound like a lot to you but over 10,000 people have made decisions to follow Jesus. Det är det kanske mycket för dig men mer än 10.000 människor har tagit emot Jesus och det sker i Europa. That's important in Europe. Det är viktigt i Europa. That's so important to God. Det är så viktigt för Gud. So I want to explain to you I'm not speaking this morning from a perspective of a Awakening. I want to speak to you, or even evangelist. Yes, not kicking for me. Now you try awakening Europe, so actually we're helping some evangelists. I want to speak to you from the perspective of Jesus. Yeah, we start you from the perspective of Jesus. Okay. Would you open your Bible, please, to the, the book of Acts, chapter four? Will you show up in Bible and Apostles, chapter four? Verse thirteen. Verse thirteen. Um, and I'll I'll read this for you. Oh yeah, we read this for you. Acts four thirteen. Apostles, chapter four, thirteen. You there yet I hear the Bibles it's wonderful to hear Bibles. Där vi du hör bibeln. Um the book of Acts chapter 4 verse 13. Apostlegärningen kapitel 4 vers 13. I'll just wait one second. As I um as I see what God is doing across Europe. När idag ser vad Gud gör över hela Europa. I start to feel that there is an urgency about where we are. Så följer jag mer och mer att det är en det har hastverk med hänsyn till var vi befinner oss. Sometimes passing on I get gripped with conviction in my hotel room or just in the car I get gripped. Någon gång passar jag nog i så blir jag grepet av uppvisning i på sovrummet eller i en bil. Please hear this right but I say God why why do I keep going to conferences and speaking? What what are we doing as a church Jesus? Och jag säger Gud varför driver stadig dra på konferenser och tala vad gör vi som ni menar? I say God why did the latest study come out in Germany where I live that says between the ages of 16 and 29 only 1% of Germans are following Jesus. Varför är det studien som kommer i Tyskland om att mellan åldern 16 och 29 så är det bara 1% som kommer i kyrkan och vet inte. And I don't get frustrated at any person but I say 
Jag blir inte frustrerad mot människor. I say God, what is the point of this? Men jag spår Gud, vad är poängen med detta? And and this has been going in my life for several years, but det, recently it became stronger. Och detta har pågått i mitt liv i många år, men nyligen så har det blivit starkare. It's a personal sense of frustration. Det är en personlig upplevelse av frustration. And and it's not against again any person. Och det är inte rättet mot någon. Except probably myself sometimes. Både vad jag frågar mig själv. But recently, in the, in the COVID season, I felt that that zeal sort of went down. Men nyligen under covid-tiden så följde att denna ivren gick ner. And I was like, what is what's happened to me, Jesus? My my passion, my what we call in Germany, Leidenschaft for for people to be saved is going down. Och vad vad skedde här med med det det vi tyskar också kallar för lidenskap? And recently, the Lord began to resurrect it. Och nyligen har Herren börjat väcka upp igen. And I feel the Holy Spirit in Europe right now is blowing Amen. that way. It's like jeg, a gentle breeze. Och jag följer att den helgon i Europa blåser den vägen. Det är en sån svag vind. But that wind is increasing. Men vinden den öker. But many people have dropped their chin. They've dropped their head. They've let go of the purpose of God. Men många människor har sluppet den haka. De har sluppet haka i Gud. And they're waiting for somebody else to push them up. Or to to be a person of breakthrough. And when they get the breakthrough, then they'll go and do something. Or they're looking at prophetic words. All these things are important. But they're only as important as our action next to them. It's no point me having a a prophecy that God's going to save my nation if I don't do anything about it. Recently I said to God, God, everywhere I go in Europe, they tell me two statements. Number one, this is the city that God has chosen to bring revival to Europe. They tell me that statement. De kommer med den påstanden. Ever heard that before? Yes, yeah. we've heard it. The second thing they tell me. Det andra de säger. This is the hardest city in Europe. Det är den tuffaste byn i Europa. I've been to I've been to 50 of the hardest cities in Europe. Jag har varit i 50 tuffaste byn i Europa. It's kind of funny. Det är ganska vittig. Now that one I pushed aside, but when everybody says these prophecies, this dream, this prophet came here. They spoke this. Och men jag lägger allt det till sidan. Men när de kommer att säga profeten det sa det, denna profeten sa det. My spirit gets excited. Så blir min on upprämt, begeistrad. But after hearing that maybe 10 or 15 or 20 times, I said, God. Men efter att ha hört det 10, 15, 20 gånger så säger Gud. What is happening to your family in these countries? Vad är det som sker med din familj i dessa länder? Are they all just hearing a fantasy? Are they hearing wrong? Hörer de alla samman en fantasi? Hörer de fel? Are you saying the same thing to every city? Säger du det samma till varje enstaka by? This is what God said to me. Så sa det till Gud till mig. He said, "I've told many of them the same thing to see which one believes and obeys me." Ja, så säger Gud, jag har sagt det samma till många och för att se vem av dem tror mig och handlar på det. It's that simple. Det är så enkelt här. Which city will say, "Yes, God. Yes, us." Vilken by vill säga, "Ja, Gud, det är oss." Which city will be motivated? And this is what I want to preach on this morning, this unity around the zeal of God. Not just around evangelism, not just around prophecy, not just around teaching. The zeal, God wants to give you his zeal back. So back to this feeling of frustration that I had for years. And, and in COVID, my own sort of zeal fell down. And recently, 
I said, God, I, I need you to grip me again. Så sa jag, Herre, jag vill att du ska gripa mig. I need you to open the eyes of my heart, Lord. I must see. Ja, jag vill att du ska öppna mina hjärta. Jag vill se dig. And I must be moved by you, please. Jag måste bli beväget av dig. Vær så sikt. I don't want a Christian to put me in a wheelbarrow and drag me up the hill. Jag vill inte att Kristen ska putta mig i en vagn och så skiva mig upp. And here's what the Lord said to me. Så I asked him a very meg. pointed question. Og han stilte meg et veldig pointert spørsmål. I said, Lord Jesus, sa, Jesus, is this my zeal? Er dette min iver? Ben's frustration? Ben's frustration? I said, I want to ask you once and for all. Jeg vil spørre deg en, en gang for alle. How do you feel du when your church doesn't preach the gospel? How do you feel, Jesus? Du, Jesus? Is it just my feeling? Er det bare min følelse? I tell you guys. Yes, he did so. What Jesus said and showed me scared me because the Jesus saw or scared me. Often I'll ask God a question and then it'll be weeks before I get an answer. A, a Bible verse will give me the answer a few weeks later as I'm reading. You know? But I said Jesus. If I'm wrong, correct me, kind of, you know. But how do you? feel in Europe about the lack of the preaching of the gospel in, in your church. Like that. In a split second, I, I saw the face of Jesus instantly weeping. I saw him weeping deeply, like constant, like full-on weeping. But he wasn't weeping with anger, no condemnation. He wasn't weeping with a feeling of hopelessness. And then he said to me, Ben, many of my children have been distracted to many other things, even some things that are about his kingdom. But my heart is for people. He didn't come to seek and save buildings. He didn't come to crave organizations. That's what the Hebrew word means. Jesus craved the lost. He came to crave you. He came to crave you. Sometimes though, I think the Lord is, is weeping because he wonders why. We get so caught up in our little Christian bubble, we forget the dying world. And, and in COVID, that zeal has fallen down even more for many people. God gets it. Hard season, he gets it. Jesus is very tender to the sheep. But eventually, the sheep make a decision. Så må sauene ta en beslutning. A fork comes in the road. Så kommer det en, en, et veiskille. You'll either stay a spiritual child or you'll mature into a son that does stuff Enten for God. Enten så forblir du et åndelig barn eller så blir du moden og går opp i modenhet. Because right now the world is waiting for the gospel through us. For akkurat nå så venter verden på evangeliet gjennom oss. They are not waiting for the calling of an evangelist to come and visit them. De venter ikke på kallest av en evangelist. They're waiting for Jesus' people. De venter på Jesu folk. So I want to explain this morning the unity of the faith around that zeal. Because we've been saying for years, and it's true, the Spirit of God is saying this. It's time to lay down our egos and our logos because it's about 
Jesus mission. Fordi vi har sagt det i årvis, det er tid for at lægge ned vores egne logoer, vores egne ministries, for nu er det Jesus. And he wants to save Norwegian people. Han vil gerne frelse norske mennesker. And he's mighty to save. Han he's zealous for that. Han er ivrig for at gøre. Are you zealous? Yeah, are you ivrig? That's the question. That's for sure. And we have to ask ourselves that question. Og vi må stille oss selv det spørsmålet. Someone said to me recently, Pastor Jan, they said, well, if you're in love with Jesus, you'll just preach the gospel. And the Barnard Institute discovered that here in Western countries that 96% of Christians never lead anyone to Jesus. Am I to assume then that 96% of the church who's worshiping and loving God are completely lying. They don't really love God. Ska jag då tänka att 96 av kristna, de frilber Gud och så vidare, men egentligen älskar no, inte Gud? No, that Nei. would be a terrible assumption. Det vill vara en feil. It's probably förmodlig. more like the other way around. 96% love Jesus. 96% älskar Jesus. They're worshiping God. De frilber Gud. So I'm like, God, why then don't they see what you're seeing? Men varför då Gud ser inte vad du ser? Distraction. Allspredelse. Division. Sprickelse. Conflict, wow. conflict, busyness, uh, oh, worry and troubles of this life. Bekymringer i dette liv. Creep in, crowd the word, they Creep choke the word. And you can still love God. Du kan elske but Gud. you feel in your own spirit, you're just dragging yourself above water to catch breath in the spirit. Men, and you don't have the energy to love somebody else out there. But you can live walking on the water. Men du kan leve på you can live way above troubles. Du kan leve langt over, uh, you can live with his zeal. Du kan leve med hans iver. The thing that consumes God is your unsaved brother. Det som fortærer, som ofte Gud er din ufrelste bror. Acts chapter 4 verse 13. Apostlene i kapitel 4 vers 13. Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John. Da de så frimodigheten til Peter og Johannes. And perceived that they were uneducated, untrained men. Og de forstod at de var ulærede legfolk. They marveled. That's wonderful to just read that. I don't have a degree. Marvelous. God can use you in a marvelous way. I do have a degree. Marvelous. Marvelous. God can still use you in a marvelous way. Recently, I can't say who, but I, I got to um, a second meeting with a president in Europe, a Western European president. Andre gangs møte med en president I, I i Europa. I didn't dress in these crazy shoes. Jeg hadde ikke på meg disse gærne skoene. These are so uh, comfortable, by the way. That's why I wear them. I dressed very well. Jeg kledde meg veldig bra. I went there representing Jesus. Oh, no, I didn't. I need one of them for next time. <laughs> but I, I dressed so well. Men jeg kledde meg så opp. I was ready. Jeg var klar. And I went in there very honorably, very respectfully. When you talk to a Western European president, I mean, the Secret Service there, everybody, it's kind of different, you know? And I don't get nervous very often. But as I was there, my hands were sweating. I was thank, thanking the Lord for the table because I was sweating under my, my hands. Were sweating. <laughs> and so I met him. And I was talking, you know, Stuff. He was very 
behind and you know just a very private meeting. Jag snackade han var väldigt väldigt snill och väldigt privat möte. See untrained men. Ulärde män can go anywhere for God. Kan gå var som helst för Gud. Amen. Untrained men can U- cause people to marvel. Ulärde män kan gå få folk att undras. As long as they're consumed with zeal and the will of Jesus. Så sant jag är fylld upp av ivrighet i Jesus. So Halfway through the Lord said to me Ben do not hold back Ben do not hold back preach to him what I say and I warned this man I said very soon someone in your own government is going to overthrow you and I'm like, in my head I'm like this is the last meeting you'll have ever and I said I saw a black spirit like a dark demon som en mörk demon that's coming from your own people somewhere som kommer från ditt eget folk ett land and the lord's warning you och herren avvarar dig and god will give you a second chance du vill ge dig en chans nummer 2 but you must pray men du måste be 10 days later 10 dagar senare his own government kicked him out så kastade hans egen regering han ut one of the biggest european western european nations en av de stora europeiska europeiska nationerna about 3 months after that om lag 3 månader efteråt i got a second meeting with him så fick jag en möte nummer 2 med This time he was asked me. Then they asked me. What's God saying now? Why did you say no? This time the Lord Jesus told me. Then they got saw Herren Jesus till mig. Preach to him Ben. Förkynn till han Ben. He needs to be saved. Han tränger att bli frälst. He doesn't need someone to clap him, han, pat him on the back and han, give him a brand new Rolex. Han, he needs to be saved. Han tränger inte att någon ska klappa på ryggen och ge en ny Rolex. Han tränger att bli frälst. So I said to him, "Do you know what the gospel is?" Vet du vad evangeliet är? He said, "No, I I don't really." Nej, det gör jag egentligen inte. I said, "You know Jesus died for you because we sinned against him." I explained the gospel. Vet du vad Jesus dödde för dig för att vi har syndat mot honom? Jag förklarade honom evangeliet. Five minutes, clear, solid gospel. Hela enkla evangeliet. And I said, "And you must receive Jesus as Lord." Och jag sa, "Du måste ha emot Jesus som Herre." Or you cannot enter the kingdom of God. Eller så kan inte du komma in i Guds rike. And his face was red the whole time. Hans ansikte var rödsprängt hela tiden. His chief of staff, just four of us in the room. Hans stabschef var där. Vi var bara fyra stycken i rummet. Chief of staff was looking like this. Stabschefen så på oss. Because I was really preaching. För jag var präktig virkelig. And then he stops, and I said at the end, I said, "Do you know Jesus in this way?" Och så stoppade jag spurtet. Känner du Jesus på den måten? He said, "No, I do not." Hans sa nej, det gör jag inte. I said, "Do you want to know Jesus in this way?" Jag spurtade, vill du bli känd med Jesus på den måten? And this Western European president. Och den västeuropeiska presidenten. In front of an untrained man humbled himself and said yes I do because even people like him will marvel at the greatness of the answer to the world which is Jesus they perceived because of boldness that there was something different on these people boldness zeal what set them apart was their boldness it wasn't their politeness it wasn't their political correctness it says that they marveled that these uneducated people were so bold dripping with anointing here's Peter he's like hello whole nation of Israel governors, kings, priests all of you 
return to the Messiah. The people marveled. What is upon these men? It was the Spirit of the Lord. The zeal of God. And then it goes on to say this. They realized that they had been with Jesus. What's the point? Jesus, Jesus leaves a mark. Jesus leaves this residence of boldness and life and, and power around people. Jesus Guys, the new age can be kind. They can be friendly. Other people of other faiths can meditate, can hug you and be friendly. But only boldness. Only the strength of God in you, the zeal inside you to love someone. Only that leaves the distinctive mark. That's what made them realized Jesus was inside them. So in Europe, we're doing a lot of things for God, you and me, us. We're doing a lot for God. But I feel that our unity has gotten a little disconnected. Our unity has been more about like what you're doing, I bless it, what you're doing, I bless it. But what we should be really doing to each other is saying, how can I take your gift how can I help your gift and how can you help my gift to point us to the gift for the world Jesus Christ Okay, let me let me read another verse. Actually, you don't have to turn there. I'll just declare, explain it to you. In Genesis 31. You remember 31. You remember Laban? You remember Laban? Laban, the, the demonic laborer guy, you know. <laughs> yeah, Arbeitskutten, exactly. <laughs> it's the same word in Deutsch, German, Arbeits. Yeah. Laban is, is the guy that you don't want to have the daughter, the dream daughter, and have him as the father. You don't want him. <laughs> but you remember what happened with Jacob? He worked very hard. But the time came when the Lord said, separate yourself, leave. So he took his wife. A couple of them, actually. But Rachel, she hid these idols inside her saddle. Do you remember that? And the Hebrew definition of Genesis 31, when Laban comes to find these idols, the definition is household idols. Okay. Laban, Jacob was called to take everybody out to a brand new land to bring freedom as one tribe. But there was hidden household idols. What destroys our unity around the gospel is household idols. My ministry is doing this. Pardon? 
My ministry is doing this. Min gör dette. My church is doing this. Min gör dette. We're busy with that. Vi er and all of these things are infecting the big picture. Det I'll never forget my friend Jean-Luc Traxell said to me, he said, Ben, Min gode ven, Traxell sa til meg, ben do you know how they stop a big fire? Vet du man en stor By starting little fires. Det er å bruke, uh, in Europe right now, we have many people with little fires and little things, and this is what I feel God's saying, and they've got a lot of opinions. Where's the action? Where are the souls behind the opinions? Show me a church that's burning for what Jesus is burning for. But Ben, I'm not gifted as an evangelist. That's ben, not the ben, point. You remember in the book of Acts, and of the book of Matthew as well, they're all standing in front of Jesus. He said, out of the 120 of you, you go, you, your intercessor. You're this. He never said that. All of you. Go and declare my name. That's the greatest need on the earth. Now, do they have individual calling, individual personality? 100%. But they didn't turn to each other and say, let's go start our own fires everywhere. They said, let's get together. Let's start a big fire. And let's spread it across the whole world. And as leaders, what personality trait are you, Peter? I'm Peter, I'm the extrovert. John, what about you? I'm the, I'm the introvert. I praise God they never had any of those books. Otherwise, we wouldn't have heard the gospel. They would have been busy trying to figure out who they are instead of telling people who Jesus is. Yeah. Guys, what has happened to our zeal? In Europe, I travel to churches all across Europe. And there's, there's a great lack of zeal toward the world meeting Jesus. I could say a better message and make you give me a better offering, but I'm, I really have to tell you that God is urgently calling us up again, saying, get your weapons, get ready. I want to do something. Yes. And unity is no longer an option. Because when we get to heaven, we'll all be in one big mega church. There's no denomination section there. There's only this, only this. You, with your unsaved brother, if he gets saved, if he's not saved, your ministry logo will not be there. Awakening will fade away. But sons and daughters of the Most High God, children of God, will this, this is what we will have. We won't have anything else. Okay, so... Ben, that sounds very rigid. It sounds like a narrow road. <laughs> I have a calling to presidents and government. I found out recently I do too. 
But my calling, my small fire, men min mitt kall, min lilla ill, cannot become my bonfire that ikke, I live by. Kan inte vara min lilla bo, uh, mitt bål. My small fire has to encourage people to get in the big fire. Mitt lilla bål måste uppmuntra folk att komma in i den stora ilden. Get in the European harvest. Kom in i den stora europeiska hösten. Like when's the last time you led someone to Jesus? När är sista gången du ledde någon till Jesus? I'm not talking who walked into your church. Jag snakkar inte om en som gick in i menigheten. Men when's du? the last time you got into someone who's not saved's life? När var det du kom in i en ufrest mänsklig that's what we need to do. Guys, if Jesus stood here today, I saw his face. He was weeping. He was weeping. He's weeping because we get distracted by the small fire. Some of us are so attracted to prophecy, but we've been listening to the same words for 20 years. Be careful. You'll give an account for that. The Lord is saying, it's harvest season. Yes, yes. No. It was harvest season since 2,000 years ago. The Lord is saying it's listen and read the Bible season. I'll give you a word from God. Go back to the simple definition of faith. Go back to the simple definition of faith. If you want a prophecy, just read Matthew 28 and say, "You said tell everybody. I'm going to tell someone." Is there a prophecy somebody opened up for Matthew 28 and say, "Go to the prophecy." That's a prophecy. Don't wait for God to send an Australian to Europe. Ikke vent på at Gud skal sende en australier til Europa. We've had the biggest meetings that Europe's seen, and God has enabled us to have these massive meetings. Vi har haft de største møter som Europa har sett, og Gud har gjort oss mulige å ha massive møter. And I love that God chose us to do that. Jeg elsker at Gud valgte oss til det. But we don't go into a stadium. Oh, we flood the streets with Jesus. Ja, men vi vi går ikke i stadion, men vi flommer galt med Jesus. In some of these events, we have seven to ten thousand people talking about Jesus for four days. En del av disse hendelsene så. In the street. I remember one time when people were telling me in in one of the German cities we did an event, and they said that one person was sick, and he said, "Oh, don't worry, I've been prayed for ten times today already." Oh, so why don't you say to me in Tuskby that they will be prayed for ten times today? Because I've been prayed for many times already. I was just in the Ukraine. I was doing outreach in the Ukraine for three weeks. I was just in Ukraine and doing evangelization there for three weeks. We had a team of 200 people. They're still there right now. We have a team of 200 people who are still there. We have seen almost 20,000 people make decisions to make Jesus Lord. We have seen almost 20,000 people who have made decisions to make Jesus Lord. Yep, that's in the last. Two months. We went there. I have 35 people on my team. I dropped it all. Two days later, straight to the gospel. Because I could feel from God, Ben, do not become a professional Christian. Don't live on a church chessboard where you've got responsibilities and you have to be here and there and be a little robot. Live by the wind of the Spirit. You can still run an organization and follow the wind. Jesus proved that, didn't he? Guys, if you want to be like Jesus, not like me, this is not my opinion. If you want to be like Jesus, you have to love the unsaved. 
He is not here all the time. Han er ikke her hele tiden. He's like, guys. Han sier, folkens. I'll show you somewhere to go. Jeg skal vise dere et sted å gå. I'll show you someone to love. Jeg skal vise dere noen å elske. Train your churches. Train opp dine menige. Train your prophets. Train opp dine profeter. Not just to say, oh, I see the Lord. He's t- slaying the dragon and things. Jeg ser Herren, han slår i hjelp dragen og så videre. Guys, I've seen people. I've heard so many shofars blown over so many hills. Jeg har hørt så mange shofarer blåse over så mange fjell. You know, and this, the guy's still there 10 years later. Oh, we've got to get the next hill. Fyren er fortsatt der ti år etterpå og sier, nå skal vi ta det neste fjellet. I'm not against shofars. Jeg er ikke imot shofarer. But you can kick all the demons off all the hills and still not have anyone saved. Men du kan sparke vekk alle demoner fra alle fjell og likevel ikke få noen frelst. What's the point? Hva er poenget? The prophet has to get with the evangelist. Prophet må komme evangelist. Hey, I feel to go on the hill and blow the shofar. Jeg føler jeg skal gå på fjellet og blåse shofar. Awesome, I'll go with you. Jeg går med deg. Let's blow it together. Lad oss blåse sammen. After we blow it, let's get coffee in the downtown. Let's show someone the love of Jesus together. Etterpå så går vi ned og drikker kaffe og viser Jesus i kjærligheten. Oh, no, 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 I'm called to spiritual warfare. Jeg er kalt i sånn, det er krigføring. Guys. Guys, some of it's just a little fire. Forkens, the new army, they're by a small bowl. Rachel tried to find her identity in her household, her own calling. She tried to find herself in something other than God. And stop the unity of the church. Don't stop the unity. Ikke stopp den. Jump in this big flame. Hopp inn i denne store flammen. Don't stop what God is breathing on in Europe because of your household little Ikke idol. Ikke stopp hva som Herren bråser med i Europa i dag på grunn av din husholdning. Okay, Ben. Ben. Your calling fits into that. Det kall passer inn i det. What about my calling? Hva to teach. Hva er mitt kall? Til å undervise. What did the teachers in the Bible teach? Hva er det lærerne i Bibelen lærer? Jesus sa det. Jesus sa. He said, teach them all things I commanded you. Ja. Teach them to walk like Jesus. Ja, Jesus sa, lær dem å holde alt jeg befalte dere og ta vandre som Jesus. People these days, they're teaching like, oh, I'm going to teach you how to just have this understanding of your soul. Your soul thinks this way. You're a, you're a wing number seven, five, eight, whatever you are, personality. Ja, og de lærer folk å... Du skal lære deg hvilken personlighet det er, og du er vingen nummer syv, fem, åtte personlighetstypen, og så videre. A lot of teachers these days are just teaching their own stuff. Mange lærere i vår tid underviser bare sine egne greier. Teach people to walk like Jesus. Lær folk å vandre som Jesus. You don't love God? Let me teach you how. La meg vise deg hvordan. See how Jesus forgave everyone? You can forgive everybody. Teach them that. I'm very angry. Jesus, let me teach you. Jesus said, turn the other cheek. Yes, jeg er veldig sint, Jesus. Så sier Jesus, ja, vend det andre kildet til. Teach them to walk like Jesus. Because when, when we get to heaven, guys, it's Romans 8, 29. All things being conformed to the image of his son. That's it. That's so nice. Prophets. Prophets. Every prophet in the Old Testament. Every prophet. Every prophet. They didn't call out people's addresses. They called ikke ut folks adresser. Half of that's fake anyway. I know that for a fact. Half the people that are doing this stuff are doing it. They're faking it. I know it for a fact. Halvparten av de folkene som driver sånn med å oppgi adresser til folk, de gjør det med falsk. Jeg kjenner til det. Jeg var personlig involvert med sånn. De fikk sjekket Facebook-detaljer. Vet du hvorfor? Fordi de har små bål som gir dem identitet. Det ble en avgud for dem, og de ga dem noe annet enn Jesus. Ja. Ja. I'm sorry if this is offensive to you. 
But in an apostolic leading position, men I is, have to point to the apostolic mandate. Men i en apostolisk ledarskapsposition som är peker på apostolisk mandat. Who, who's the chief apostle? Vem är huvudapostlen? Jesus. Jesus. Apostle doesn't mean I have a business card and I've planted four churches. It's Jesus. We are making idols and little fires out of callings. And Europe is going to hell. Oh, I met this guy. He's so apostolic. That means he must have led many to the Lord, right? Oh, no, no, no. He's talking about like business. Like the church is called to plant businesses. That's garbage. That is second. That's the apostolic outcome. That is not the first thing. Our church, my church, we have a restaurant. It's huge. It's busy, six days a week. Busy, busy, busy. It makes a lot of money. We have a hotel. People could say to me, well, Ben, now your place, you guys are so apostolic. Not if those people who come and eat there never get saved, we're not. We could have the best restaurant in, <laughs> guys. Sweden is the most glorious country. Probably Norway competes very highly next to it. But the laws of Sweden, the laws, family, how much money the government will give you, how safe, it's wonderful. Highest atheistic rate in Europe. What's apostolic? The chief apostle being pointed to. Follow Jesus. Jesus is the answer to the world. Jesus can save presidents and homeless men at the same time. I've been in both meetings. Where he saved both. Boldness on you. That defines that Jesus was with you. Boldness in your spirit. Zeal for the Lord of hosts. That's why, that's why I love this man. He stood up. He stood up for things that are wrong. With zeal. Persecuted. Because of zeal. But not in heaven. Don't you let your little fire try and separate you from the unity of the faith toward the answer to the world this big fire called Jesus I want to read a few more things here when the house of Jacob left they left divided in their value system the value system they were divided in the church leaders of this hour have to have the same value system you don't value something by saying I value that <laughs> you value it by the attention and focus you give to it I love different tribes I, I go to churches that are worshipping churches one of my best friends his name's Michael Kleanos they have a church called Jesus Image and they are a worshipping house oh my goodness who knows what I'm talking about with these guys yeah, yeah, yeah. they are you go in there you're like oh, this is so deep and then every Sunday 
Michael takes the pulpit. Så tar Michael because the Lord told him. How do you expect me to save Michael if you never preach the gospel? His worshiping fire isn't stopping the big flame. I love the differences we have. We need to celebrate each other. If two of us are identical, one of us is unnecessary in the body of Christ. <laughs> we need each other. My ear needs to be wide open to what God is saying through the prophets. Through the apostle. But all of it points to the same place. Turn to the Lord and be saved. What did every Old Testament prophet say? Turn back to God. They didn't care about these little tricks behind a pulpit. They gave the real word of the Lord. There's only one or two prophets that even knew the war in Ukraine or COVID would happen. One or two in the world. I said to God, God, what has happened to the prophets? You know what the Spirit of God said to me? Many of them are afraid of offending the church so they don't listen to me. They have one ear turned off to me. <laughs> they can only see what is positive, Ben, because they want to make sure they say nothing to offend people in conferences. That's not what the New Testament prophets did. They said a famine's coming. Let the church become the resource center of the world. Remember that? And that's exactly what happened. The Acts church became the resource center of the whole of Israel. Well, what's happening next? I see a great harvest. Good. Godt. Tell everybody then si to start preaching Jesus every day. Or Norway will not be saved. We say this statement all the time. We go, Europe shall be saved. We say it all the time. Won't be if we don't do anything. There's not enough shofars to save the human soul. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I like shofars. Shofar so good. Right. I'm not against that. But I'm burning for the Netherlands again. My spirit is burning. I was praying last night, God, save this country. Raise up Christians. Raise up churches who, and normal believers who go to work every day that care about their unsaved neighbor Jesus, give them eyes to see where you are. Guys, please, I implore you. I speak in some of the biggest conferences in the world. Don't fall for that little fire and make that your identity. Don't fall for it to even a TV studio. You can't go to heaven and say, God, I was on TV. He'll say, what about your unsaved? Safe best friend. You never told him. You didn't want him to come here. You didn't care. You didn't care. That's because that is the truth. The little fires distract us. And our eyes cannot see the big fire and the big harvest that God wants to bring in. I love you to put your hand up if you agree with this statement. No, not that one, but thank you. <laughs> if you agree with this statement, that in your country, you want millions to turn to Jesus. Yes. Wow.
I know you agree. Jag vet vad jag Now put your ha- other hand up. Uh, put one hand up. En hand. First hand, the one you said you agree, right? Now put your other hand up. If you preach Jesus to someone every single day. Be careful. God is watching. <laughs> careful. I know I will. Amen. I know some of you will. But that's the thing we have to realize, guys. We have an expiry date. Vi har en we have one shot at this generation. We have one shot to immobilize, equip, train, and break the fear of man off our churches. I don't want to come back in 10 years and see Pastor Jan. How's it going, Pastor Jan? Oh, the churches, there's less people now here. But we have a better prophecy there. Someone saw a dragon and... <laughs> I'm sorry, some of you might be like, mm, he's knocking that. I saw a dragon last week and I killed it. Guys, if you want to kill that thing, I don't want to touch it. You go for it, please. I'm not knocking the dragon slaying. I don't care if you anoint the whole the whole of the city of Oslo with oil. It's wonderful. Anoint it? And then open, anoint it, and then open your mouth. But I feel the Lord saying this. Good, tell someone who doesn't know God about it. I, I love Cindy's testimony last night. Tells the mafia man, hey, God has a plan for you. I'm a mafia killer. God doesn't care. He, he's going to save you. Repent, turn to Jesus. This guy became a pastor. How many millions more testimonies do you think God wants? Like this. Let me touch on one thing before I pray. In the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 9. You can just write this down. I highly, highly encourage you to read. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Yeah. By the way, guys, I'm not, I didn't have a plan of coming here today to kind of slay sacred cows or something. I didn't have that plan. I can just feel the zeal of God. That's it. Amen. Some people say, well, that Ben, that's not the Norwegian way. They said it to me in Germany, Ben, ben, ben you're from Australia. You're very bold in Australia. I say, you're lying to me. I've seen those Bayern München games, guys. You Christians paint your face like brave heart. I've seen you pastors are at the game. Then with Jesus. Oh, 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 my dear brother. Oh, my dear brother. God loves you. What's happened to us? What's happened to the zeal? You won't be able to go to heaven and go, I'm Norwegian, I'm German, I'm Australian. God will go, no, you're a Christian. Oh God, I was part of a more conservative denomination. The problem in that denomination is the word conservative. 
Because God is not conservative. And guys, if you want the favor to go and meet with the president, we're being given buildings now in, in Germany. If you want that kind of favor, don't shut up about Jesus. Just talk about him. It's amazing. I, I received, and Dick and Arlene will love this. I received two yeah. phone calls, two yeah. text messages. Within four weeks of each other. One of them was from one of the biggest web developers in the whole of Europe. And he said, Ben, I love what you're doing in the Netherlands. I believe in that country. He's not from there. So he texts, I want to give you $100,000. Euro. Towards the Netherlands. Towards Netherlands people being saved. I get another text four weeks later. I was on my floor in my bedroom weeping saying, God, you've got to do something in the Netherlands. Jesus, you must reveal yourself. I said, I've been praying, God, send the wildest Christians to the Netherlands right now. Send those who talk about Jesus. Introverts, extroverts, any virtue like Jesus, send I get. I was weeping on my bed. I get up to go to the bathroom. Second text. Ben, we want to give you another, a different person. I want to give you $100,000 toward the Netherlands. You know why God is doing that? It's not because of me. Have a look. It ain't me. We are not that polished. We are not the greatest preachers. It's because I'm not preaching me. We're preaching him. And God said to me, when you, I will bless, not just generosity, I bless and pay for the proclamation of the gospel of my son. Guys, God will fling open and fly open doors of favor for you if you make it about that one thing again. Bring your prophetic fire. Bring a prophetic Bring your shofar. Bring a shofar. Bring your teaching gift. Bring to the fire of the gospel. Bring it all there. Bring it all there. Because that's what God is speaking in this hour. Unify around the zeal of Jesus Christ. Excuse me, I need to correct myself. No. Forgive me. The first person didn't text. He texted me, I want to meet with you. Excuse the me, please forgive me. Said, I have very high standard of, of visual, verbal integrity. Please forgive me. He said, I want to meet with you. And then when we met with him, he said, I want to give you 100,000 euros. The second one was a text. Preach the gospel. Yes. The gospel. Evangelium. Do you want your zeal back? Arlene, do you have something you feel to share? Do you have something burning on your heart? I just felt, guys, I, I wouldn't do this. We're live on TV. Hello. Hello. <laughs> but I felt that Arlene, I, I kept sort of catching her eye. And yeah. I feel she has something, a word from the Lord over Europe. Over Europa. Amen. And see, you have to understand something. All that I've been saying is coupled with prophecy. It's coupled with an apostolic mindset. Come, come. Please plant businesses. Become like Hans Nielsen Hauge. 
preach like crazy. Make money like crazy. You can buy people food and then preach to them. But if Hans Nielsen had have put away the gospel, you would never have heard about him. You would have just thought he's a good businessman. But he's more than that. It's on. God's wrecked my heart with what Ben has just been speaking about. One of my primary ministries to the body of Christ is as a prophet. But I didn't grow up in Europe. God sent me to Europe from Canada. And I remember when he actually touched my heart for this continent. I was in a missions conference. And Billy Graham was preaching. Oh, Billy Graham, han and he said, Africa is no longer the dark continent of this world. Han sa, Afrika er ikke he said, Europe is the dark continent. He said, it is the only continent that has not had an awakening of God in decades. And I remember at that moment, he planted a little seed in my heart. And I was, an I was in not intending to come to Europe. But I prayed a dangerous prayer that day. And I said, Lord, take my life and use it however you want. And we're here Amen. now today in Europe. And God's saying the same thing um, Amen. about us as he did about Nineveh. For the last month, Ben, I've just been seeing the Lord weeping over Europe. So this is the month I said, God over Europe. And he said, one billion people who don't know their right hands Should I not have compassion? On this continent. Med denne kontinentet. Yes. But it's going to cost us. Praise. It's going to cost det kommer us. Det kommer til å koste oss. Because as he was saying this also, it's just I had a vision of the cross of Christ. Siden jeg hadde en visjon av Kristi kors. And I was lying at the feet, or foot of the cross. Og jeg lå der ved korsets fot. All of a sudden, I, I realized that there was blood dripping down from that cross. And it was the cross on which Christ was crucified. And it was Jesus' blood that was dripping down. And then the scene changed, and I realized that there was somebody else's blood that was dripping down. And I heard the voice of the Lord. And he said, I gave my son for this continent. He said, Arlene, are you willing to give yourself for this continent? And that was something that just happened recently. He reminded me again. And I'm not trying to do an emotional appeal today. But 
God's heart is weeping for this continent. And one of the worst and most striking prophetic words I've ever heard. En av de värsta och mest slående profetiska ord jag någonsin har hört. Was over my own nation of the Netherlands. Det var om min egen nation Nederland. Number of years ago, a prophet named Jane Hammond. En rekord sedan så var en profet som heter Jane Hammond. She said, "Netherlands, I have tried to send revival to you." Nederland, jag har försökt att sända väckelse till dig. Not once, not twice. Ikke en gång, ikke två gånger. Not even three or four times. Ikke en gång, tre eller fyra gånger. Five different times. Fem olika gånger. I have tried to send revival. Jag har försökt att sända väckelse. That would wind up in the harvest. Som vill vända upp i hösten. Said, but the nation said no. Men nationen sa nej. Wow. We're at that point again, all of our nations. Vi är igen på det punkten i våra alla våra nationer. And what Ben is saying is absolutely true. Och det som Ben säger är absolut sant. All of our nations, Norway, Sweden, Denmark, all of our nations. Alla våra nationer, Norge, Sverige, Danmark, alla våra nationer. We're at a point where the Lord is saying. Vi är på ett punkt där Herren säger. I've called you. Jag kallade dig. I've anointed you. Jag salvat dig. Will you go? Vill du gå? And this time I'm not talking abroad. I'm talking just out on the streets. Jag snackar nu rätt sagt om ut på gatorna. For each one of you who's listening who may have an, a love for the prophetic. En där av er som lyssnar och och älskar det profetiska. God is asking us. Gud älskar oss. Will we allow him to re Vi vill ha ham redefinera oss. Wow. Amen. So that our hearts burn with the same thing that His heart is burning with now. Så vår hjärta bränner med det samma som hans hjärta bränner med. And that is Europe for Jesus. Och det är Europa för Jesus. The Lord is saying it's not too hard. It's Europe for Jesus, and it's now. Herren säger det är inte för vanskligt. Vi ser det präker och det är nu. God is meaning for a missions movement to come out of Scandinavia. Vi vill att en missionsbevegelse ska komma ut av Skandinavia. And recent, sorry Ben, I realize. Please, please keep going. Three weeks ago I was in Sweden. För tre veckor sedan var jag i Sverige. Utebåg. I Utebåg. And as I was standing praying, the sky opened. So I didn't cause them all. And I saw five principalities looking down at me. They were huge. Oh yes, so famous maktrumindeter som så nät för mig och de var svåra. Last Lord, Lord, what is this? Oh yes, but the Holy Word. And He said, these are the five principalities over the Nordic nations. Han sa, det är de fem maktrumindeter över de nordiska nationerna. Sweden, Norway, Denmark, Iceland, and Finland. Sverige, Norge, Danmark, Island, och Finland. And God said, I am shaking the heavens over this region. Och du sa, jag ryster himlen över dessa nationer. And these principalities are noticing the shaking. And I just have it on my heart, Ben. But maybe you can decide what you'd like to do. But there's a new missions movement, and that missions movement is us going out into the streets now. Oh yeah, but so I see that. I think this is us missions movement where we go out on the streets. And I just like to ask if you are in this place or if you are watching from home. Oh yeah, we spare. If you are at this place, or if you see it on TV. If you would stand. If the Lord has spoken to you about this. Vis Herren har talat till dig om detta. 
because it's not just the young, it's also those who That's are right. pensioned. I saw so many spiritual mothers and fathers <laughs> going out <laughs> into the streets now. The Lord is saying this is an orphan generation and I'm calling you. And I'm not just Yes. I'm not just standing here to call you. I'm standing for me too. Yes. It's time yes. for those for of us to he- who can hear the voice of the Lord to rest. now to start to say, Lord, I'm willing to obey. And so I'm just going to ask, if that is you, would you stand? God says, I'm not sending you to a people of a strange language. I'm sending you to your own people. For those of you watching, I wish you could see how many people are standing here. It's almost everyone. But this is what God is doing now. And so, also, if you're standing at home, would you just hold your hands up? Hvis du er hjemme, bare hold, bare, bare hold hender med hverandre her også. Father, bare hold hender. Father, we're not relying on sensationalism. Herre, vi beror ikke på sensasjoner. Father, you're baptizing our hearts. Du døper våre hjerter. Father, we say, here we are, send us today. Far, vi sier, her er vi, send oss i dag. Father, I thank you that you see this moment of consecration. Yes. Father, you have spoken about there will be a before and an after for Father, this And so, Lord, in the name of Jesus, så, Herre, Jesu navn, I speak out a release. A release now. Father, I already say set my people free. And the Lord is saying, it's a day of release. It's yes. a day of freedom. And the Lord is saying, we are now free to go. Father, I thank you, Lord. Father, that as we go, we have your word. Be strong and courageous for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Ben, I'm just going to ask you, would you call in the harvest yes. as we stand? Yes. Yes, and I want to tell you guys that some of you just need to invite someone who doesn't know Jesus to your house. It doesn't have to look like just street evangelism, okay? Just, just start with one, two. Bring them to your home. Pray for them. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would bring the harvest in God. We ask you for the Norwegian harvest, Jesus. The Nederlander harvest, Jesus. The harvest of Holland, God. And we pray, Jesus, that Europe would be saved. We ask you to put the dragnet like a magnet over Europe. Save the multitudes, Jesus. Save God, you who are mighty to save. Father, we pray for the zeal of the Lord of hosts. For zeal and the wind of your spirit to carry us out of this last season. Into a season of grace-filled gospel action.
Father, we ask you boldly in all of our denominations, in all of our churches, give people a heart for the unsaved. Open their mouths, open their hands, open their dinner tables. In the name of Jesus, we pray. We pray, God, save Europe. And everybody said, Amen. 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 Guys, the Lord Jesus wants to do this through us. As we have prayed, grace is now upon your spirit. And if you need more fire, <laughs> come to the callback in July. Come to callback in Rotterdam in July. And we will pray for you. And we will touch the streets with you. To burn for the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise you. Let's give Praise the Lord that. a mighty shout of praise. We love you, great King. Hallelujah. That's a good shout. Let's give him a mighty shout. Praise you, Father. Hallelujah. 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 Let's just finish this with, just remain here and we'll praise God together.